Hey everyone, and welcome to the Worthy Women Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, but like most of my friends, you can call me Liv. As the founder and CEO of the wellness brand Live Well Daily, I created the Worthy Women community to invite you in on the conversation of what it looks like to begin living as a worthy woman, like Ephesians 4 1 through 7 describes. When women know their worth is rooted in Christ and not in their bodies, they then can begin to make healthy decisions relationally, nutritionally, physically, and spiritually. I am so excited you are here and that you're going to be joining in on the conversation. You can expect a new show each week as we begin to live well daily. I am so excited to welcome my good friend Marcy, who Hi. is going to be joining us for our very first podcast episode. Yay! Oh, I'm so happy to be here and live. I just, I'm so proud of you. We have been wanting this podcast for a long time, and you're finally taking this leap of faith, and we're doing it. It's, it's happening. Let's go. So excited. So today we're going to be really talking about what Worthy Women is all about and um, inviting you guys in on just a little bit of behind the scenes of how all this got started and a little bit more about myself as well as Live Well Daily and Worthy Women. Absolutely. So like traditional podcast fashion, it's like the host is going to be asking the questions, but today... I'm going to be asking the questions for Liv because you guys actually need to know and hear from her, our founder of Worthy Women, um, why this came to be, what it is, giving you all the details, and it's just a really cool God story. So we're so excited you guys are here, and let's just dive in. Yay! Okay, let's get Okay, started. so first question is, what is Worthy Women all about? <gasps> Okay, you guys, Worthy Women is the sisterhood um, community of Live Well Daily. So Live Well Daily is a wellness brand that I created, which is all about teaching um, and equipping and encouraging women to live well every single day, both on and off the plate. And so where that begins is when women know their identity And when they know that it's rooted in something bigger than themselves. And as believers, we believe that our identity is in Jesus Christ and it's in who Mm -hmm. he says we are. And Ephesians 4, 1 through 7 says, walk in a manner worthy of your calling, that of which you have been called. And it's a blueprint in how we are to go about and doing this. When Paul was writing this in Ephesians to the church of Ephesus, he was giving them clear instructions in how to walk worthy. But when the Lord was giving me this call, he was saying, notice how worth, it doesn't say if you feel worthy, therefore you will walk out your calling. It has nothing to do with a feeling, but it has everything to do with a posture. And that posture points back to what she believes to be true about herself. And what she believes to be true about herself is ultimately the identity that she is living out of. And so if we're going to begin to heal hormone issues, gut health issues, your relationship with food, your relationship with your significant other, and your relationship with God, um, then you need to know who Jesus says you are as a woman of God. And he says that you're worthy. And he says that because he hung on the cross. Right. He called you by name and he said, daughter, you were worth this. 
You were worth my death and you were worth my resurrection. Now walk in it. And when I know that, it's like, how can I, how can I not do yeah, that? Right. And so live well daily was kind of breathed and born out of scripture. And, um, God, you know, was kind of, was waking me up in the middle of the night and giving me vision and scripture. And he was saying, Hey, like, this is going to be the foundation of the brand that you are going to develop. And it's going to be on Ephesians 4, 1 through 7. And your pillars are going to be invite, engage, and heal. Invite Mm -hmm. women in, engage with their stories, and heal their bodies. And he was like, that's the gospel. I would invite people in. All people are welcome to hear the goodness of God. I would engage with their stories. I wouldn't shun them. I would ask them questions. I would take them deeper. And then I would begin to heal them. Every single person that came into contact with Jesus was healed, like ultimately healed, whether he was yeah. sitting by the woman at the well or whether he, you know, the, the, the woman with the bleeding issue just reached out and touched his garment or whether he was, you know, feeding thousands um, miraculously. Uh, Jesus was always healing and it, and it may not have been like a physical healing, but it may have also been a relational right. healing and it may have been um, a spiritual healing, a healing out of, of the identity piece. And so after he gave me that instruction, he was like, and these are the areas in which you are going to heal and the ways in which you're going to operate. And that is relational, nutritional, physical, spiritual health. So live well daily is all about, um, equipping women to live worthy relationally, nutritionally, physically, spiritually. And it's the application side of things. It's like, we know this now let's walk out the method. Mm -hmm. And I have a nutrition method, fitness method, all the things and we customize it based on where she's at hormonally. But worthy women is the sisterhood community of that. Yes. Because I want it to reach more people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, not everyone is going to have the luxury to invest um, in their health and in one-on-one coaching or in the app that I just launched. But maybe we can provide resources. Maybe we can have conversations. Um, And that's what this is. Yep. This is so exciting. You guys, I do have to say that I was one of the first people to kind of hear the dream and vision of this back in October of last year. And when she started bringing all of this, you know, vision and stuff to me, I was like, wow, this is going to be something so special. And I'm just, I'm just glad that it started and we'll get into all those details in just a second too, but I'm just proud of you. Thank you. You You feel good about it? You feel good right now? I do. I'm so excited. Again, (laughs) like it's so, it's so exciting. He, yeah, he woke me up, um, in the middle of the night in October and he said, you will start a podcast and this is what it will be called. And then you're going to start this these move, a movement, a revival movement of teaching women yeah. um, just the goodness of God. And, yeah. God is, and God was saying, like, I am I'm coming back for a spotless bride. Yeah. And I care. I care about the way you walk. I care about the way you live. I care about the way you relate. I care about the way you eat. I'm not after just your Sunday Mm-hmm. worship I'm after your Tuesday worship like yep. how you worship me in conversations with others how you glorify me in your work how you glorify me when you move your body how you glorify me when you nourish your body I'm yes. coming back for a spotless bride yes and um 
yeah, it was just a really clear vision. And um, he gave me a list of girls to reach out to. And we yeah. had our very first event in January. In January. It was so exciting. It was it was amazing. It was a vision that I had yeah. had that had come to fruition. Oh, man. And uh, it was so exciting to see all of that happen to you. I was like, this is, it happened all so soon, but yet it was so timely. And it was just so evidently that God was in it and moving the way that he was very quickly. And um, yeah, I just love it. I'm proud of you. And this is their first podcast, so we should feel accomplished, you know? Yeah. Like, like this is this is another promise coming through the, mm. with this podcast and how it's going to reach other women. Um, so my next question for you is, when was it that you decided that you were going to start walking in a worthy manner? Mm. That's so good. Uh, I believe like so much of my life, I grew up as a woman, like, and as a young girl, like not believing that I was worthy as all women, we experience rejection in some form or fashion. And whether I was, you know, comparing my body to to somebody else or whether it was a relationship or whatever, I feel like there was a piece in my heart that there, there was a lie that I believed to be true and that it wasn't, and it was that I was not worthy to receive X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it wasn't until 2017, the summer of 2017, and that is when like truly everything fell apart all at once. And there was a stripping season of my life. And in 2017, July of 2017, I had, I now as I reflect, I realized that I built my foundation on worldly things. Yeah. And God came in and said, like, I want to take you from a believer to a disciple. Mm, I love that. And in order for me to do that, I've got to strip you. Mm -hmm. And I've got to strip you of everything that makes you, you. Yes. And when it's all said and done, do you believe that I'm good? And do you believe I do not withhold good things from you? Mm Mm-hmm. And in the summer of 2017, July of 2017, my, um, my mom filed for a divorce. I'm one of six. Family is a really big deal. You're going to hear a lot about my family in this space. Um, and my boyfriend at that time, who I thought I was going to marry, we all have those <laughs> relationships in our past. We're like, yes. this is it. Ultimately, it wasn't God's best for me. Looking back, I'm like, okay, praise God. But it was <laughs> still a very significant relationship. Yep. And um, he broke up with me. And... I didn't get into medical school all within days apart. And I remember just grieving. Um, I remember collapsing on my hands and my knees and just praying. And I was crying out to the Lord. And I said, I know that you are with me because your word says that you will never leave me nor forsake me. But God, would you give me vision? So that I can see what you're doing. Yeah. Because I don't understand. And that was also during the season of my life where it wasn't just like, it's bad enough for one of those things to happen. But when all three happen back to back on top of having dreams and actually seeing something happen in your dream happen two days later, I was very alarmed and very um, just startled. 
and yes. just broken and scared. I think I was like deeply afraid of like, oh my, everything around me is falling apart. And in that moment, I will never forget, I was in my apartment in Knoxville, where Knoxville, Tennessee, where I was living at that time. And I saw, I was praying to the Lord. I had a vision, an open vision, and I saw this hand come down. And he removed the words unworthy from my forehead. Wow. And he took his hand and he inscribed worthy. Mm. And he said, do you see these two, these two paths here, Liv? I have created you to walk this path, but you are choosing to go this way. And it is not structured in the way in which I have created you to go. If you will just trust me, yeah. all you need is faith over here. But do not belittle the crown that's on your head for a white coat. For who I call, I will equip. And I will equip you with all the authority, all the wisdom, all the knowledge and understanding that you need to do what I have called you to do. Yeah. And in that moment, God received my yes. Like mm-hmm. my shattered, my stripped, my barren, here I am, take all of me, you've taken all of this, take all of me, yes. Where it was like that turning point, I, I can't ever go back. Mm-hmm. We are so deep where it's like I, I could never go back from that, Mo- that moment, that point. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, okay, now go back to your journals from 2016 and 2015. And in 2016, I was preparing for medical school. I was working at a dermatology office, um, doing research and uh, just shadowing and learning from all the physicians, as well as um, doing all the MCAT stuff and applying for medical school. And during that time, God got my attention by waking me up in the middle of the night. And I went through a period where I was not sleeping. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and my hand would just start writing. And I when I would look and reflect on it, I was like, oh my gosh, I was writing out Ephesians 4, 1 through 7, and I had no idea that that's what I was writing. I was wow. literally writing out my journal, walk in a mirror, and worthy of calling that of which you have been called. You're going to walk in all grace, humility, and kindness, and just all of this stuff. And then I was like, foundation. Like, yeah. And then underneath it, I did arrows, invite, engage, and heal. This is the gospel, but this yeah. is the way in which you're going to do this. Relational, nutritional, physical health, and there is going to be a gathering. There's going to be a group. There's going to be a collective of women where we are going to push revival forward that God is coming back for a spotless bride, and he cares about the way that we live. He cares about the way that we yes. walk, and he says that it needs to be done righteously, yes. for I am righteous. And so when he said go back to those journals, I was like mind blown. I was like, oh my goodness, okay. Well, how do we how do we do this? How do we get this started? And um, the Live Well Daily Instagram was born in January of 2018, and it was a kind of like a food blog where I would take pictures of the pretty food <laughs> that I was making. She makes real pretty food, <laughs> and I would post um, my faith based thoughts underneath it, and I would post about like what I felt like God was saying to me during this time after taking a picture of this beautiful avocado toast that I was now <laughs> eating. And I, love I got certified in like health coaching because I was like, I have this uh, food science background. I majored in food science and technology at the University of Tennessee, minored in chemistry and had all of this knowledge, um, but I didn't really know how to apply it. And so 
even though I think this is really important to tell another young woman out there that's listening, like even though you say yes to God, that doesn't mean you have, that doesn't mean you, you know clearly what you're saying yes to. That's right. We oftentimes blindly say yes, because if he showed us the full picture all at once, it, that would terrify us. And he now, after he has your surrendered, yes, you have to begin to walk out the faith journey. Mm -hmm. And from that moment on, I began to walk out, um, Ephesians four, one through seven and walk out, live well daily. And after I completed my certification and I went to um, Italy for three months, I came back and was offered a job in New York city. And I turned it down because it was just very clear what I was supposed to do, or I felt in my heart, I was very convicted what I knew I was supposed to do, even though I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I was like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but in what world does this exist? What does this look like? And I remember walking around Central Park, talking to my dad on the phone, which you guys are going to see him and hear from him on the podcast. He's going to be um, featured in a bonus um, show once a month, and he is all over my testimony. He's great. But I was walking around Central Park, and I was just kind of like word vomiting to him. I was like, I just feel called to be in ministry. I feel called to be like, you know, I love to dance. I grew up a dancer and a cheerleader and a performer, and I love to be on stage in that way, and I love to move my body, and I love to entertain in that way, and like, you know, move with women and entertain in that way. Um, and but I also have this science mind and I feel like I understand science really well and like women's health really well. And like just literally, and it was like, in what world does this all fit? Does this all exist? Cause I was like, I don't feel just called to do women's health. I also feel called to be in ministry and to yeah. be teaching and equipping women in that way. I also love to move and to create and to make m- movement and dance through that. Um, and my dad said to me, he said, you know what, Liv, you need a word. You need one word. And I was like, a word. <laughs> what does that mean? What, is, what do you mean, a word? <laughs> and he's a man of few words. <laughs> and so he said, you, you need a word. And I was like, right. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, elaborate, please. Yes. And he said, um, just as an oak tree starts with a single bud, so must this start mm-hmm. with a single word. And he goes, once you know what that word is, that will become the bud of your oak tree. Mm-hmm. And you will grow to be very strong because you're rooted in that one word. Yeah. And then, Liv, you can branch out. He goes, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you wanted. You can branch out in all these different ways. But you need to hone in on that one word. And immediately, the Holy Spirit said, tell her she's worth Wow. Tell her she's worthy. Yeah. Tell the girl who's sitting across the screen that she's worthy. And I mm-hmm. died for her. And that I love her. And that I choose her every day. Mm-hmm. Tell her that. And I was like wrecked by it. And I was just like, okay. So I came home from New York City and um, moved back to Tennessee. Whoop, whoop. And we started Live Well Daily. That's so exciting. And you, you guys definitely need to follow Live Well Daily if you don't already because you're going to get some great, nice little recipe um, treats 
from her that are super healthy and colorful and yummy and then also just great little workout tips and um encouragement as well so it's all of that like you were saying dancing and and ministry and just nutrition and science all of that is enclosed into um what worthy women is and live all daily obviously too but like one doesn't go without the other and that's what's really cool about this is Mm -hmm. that you can't really completely feel worthy about yourself without feeling good about yourself in your body like feeling good in your own skin that god gave you like that's really important that actually does have a lot of um worthiness attached to it and so obviously like being in the word is like key um to where you can feel your worthiness um and get all of your help from the word but all of this for women in particular it all is just so all-encompassing and it's just so cool to see all that come together yeah in this perfect package and uh you know worthy women starting so yeah it's been really really cool to be a part and um yeah i'm just excited for where it's going Mm -hmm. so um i know that you because you came to me last october with this vision so tell us you know why did we have to like start immediately with these events and with worthy women in january yeah that's so good so um when I was living in, when I first got back from Italy and I was living in my hometown, um, I will never forget, I, my dad had provided me with a place to live. And I have to tell a little backstory here because yep. that will make sense as to why we did what we did. Yeah. Um, so he provided me with a house to live in uh, for free. He's in real estate and he believed in what I was being called to do. And even though I fully couldn't articulate it, he believed in it. And mm-hmm. um, he said, you know what, Liv, instead of you moving to Nashville now, why don't you stay in Dixon, where I'm from, which is 45 minutes west of Nashville, and you live in this house. It's a show home. It's completely furnished for free until you figure out what it is that you're all about, thinking I was only going to be there for 30 days because all of these <laughs> houses that he flipped sold very quickly. And... He was like, that way you can write it out. You can write yeah. out your method. Cause I have live well daily is a nutrition method and um, very science based, but biblically based as well. And he's like, you can write out your method and you can write out what it is that you are all about. And it can mm-hmm. be clear. And so during that time, I wrote out the live well daily method. And I'll never forget. I went inside that house and I felt shame Because I was like, here I am, a 27-year-old girl, home from Italy, no (laughs) money. Like, (laughs) I'm not even really sure what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And living back in my hometown. and Help. (laughs) Yeah, and just the enemy, I think, wanted to rob the grace that I was given Mm. and want me to feel shame about that. Right. There's nothing shameful about it. Um, We all need community. That's why we're here. And we all need help at different phases and stages of our life and thank, so thank God for parents parents and that's live like, where you right and that's just transition. the grace the grace of God where <laughs> he was just allowing me he gave me the space yeah. to create this yes. I'll never forget I went inside that house and I began or right, right before I walked inside that house I looked at my dad and I said is this a mistake I said should I have taken that job in Nashville or in New York because I had no money and we had just gotten back from the bank and he connected 
my account to his just in case if there was like some, you know, an overdraft fee or something like that. Like we, I literally didn't have any money left and, um, had a backpack and that was it. And my dad looked at me and he said, you know what, Liv, I can't answer that question. Hmm. And I went inside and I began to unpack and I was worshiping and the spirit, the spirit of the Lord came over me and said, as audible as if it were audible, as mm-hmm. plain and clear as he possibly could and very loud to my soul. He said, no, this isn't a mistake. But the greatest mistake you will ever experience is if you lose me in the midst of finding you, Balo. Yeah. I need you to be as insignificant as possible so that when you speak, the only thing they hear is me. Yeah. You've got to trust me. And it was just that holy moment. And in that time, as I was writing out the method, I had a vision. And I saw a small stage. And I was standing on this stage, and it was dimly lit. And I was speaking to an audience of young adult women. And then all of a sudden, my mom stood up. And she joined me up on stage. And we began to heal mother wounds. Oof. Yes, we did. the Lord said, I'm teaching you in the midst of this discomfort and and this pain on how to land the plane, essentially. It's like when a pilot is first flying an airplane and they're landing it for the very first time. They're experiencing all this turbulence, all this jumping, and they think they're going to crash because it's kind of painful the very first time you land a plane. And God was kind of showing me that. He's like, you're not, I'm not going to let you crash, but you're experiencing all this turbulence. Yeah. Because your mom is the first of many women that I've called <laughs> for you to wake up. Mm. And that is why I have you at home. It's not just so that you can write out this method. It's so that you can wow. fulfill prophecy. And dreams that I had had leading up to that moment about waking my mom up spiritually um, all came to fruition. And when they finished, I moved to Nashville. And October of 2021, the Holy Spirit came over me and said, it's time. In October, I had a dream that we were in Nashville. The Lord, by we, I mean the Lord and I. Um, I was in Nashville and I was um, in heaven with him. Essentially, we were up in the clouds and we were hovering over this stadium. And he said, look, look at it, like look down at it. And I looked and all I could see pitch was just pitch black. And I said, I don't see anything. And he said, then speak to it. And it's like the way he said it, it was just like, Mm -hmm. speak to it. And Mm -hmm. immediately I said this word that he had given me to say, and a veil, it was like a veil ripped and heaven was exposed and surrounding the walls of the stadium was an army of the Lord surrounding the top, um, parts of the stadium were all angels and angelic beings. And he says, look again. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I look again and there's this orange, yellow, pink glow bursting up and out. And there are thousands of people worshiping the Lord. Yeah. And I was like, revival. Like, (laughs) it's coming. It's coming to our city. It's coming to our nation. Be ready. And I came out of the dream and I started communing with God. Be like, 
I'm just so thankful. Wow, I just want to be a part of it. Whatever you're doing, I just want to be. And I was like having conversation with them. And then I closed my eyes and I'm back in the stadium. And that happened like all night where I was like coming out of it to commune with him and then going back in it. And he was allowing me to participate in it. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a walk the next day and I was talking to a girlfriend of mine. And I was like, I really like there's this urgent call in my heart to bring Live Well Daily to the churches. But it's not quite Live Well Daily. I don't really understand what it is, but it is like the heartbeat of it. It is teaching women how to live righteously in every area of her life because God cares about the way that she lives. He doesn't just care about the way that she worships. Right. Because the way that you live is ultimately a posture of your worship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it all of that is connected. And he's not after just your Sunday morning. He's after your Tuesday night. Yes. He's after your Wednesday. He's after every area of your life. And he's coming back for a spotless bride. Right. And I felt this burden of like, this needs to be in the churches. Women need to, to know the way that God created her body to thrive. What makes a woman uniquely a woman? And he said right. that it's good. And it's not just, you know, it's not just um, biblical ministry, but it's also helping women understand like their bodies and a way in which God created her. And yes. he desires for his women to thrive and to understand their identity in him and he's after reviving every area of her life and she was just like my friend that I was walking with she was like Liv I just love everything that you're saying and I feel this too but I feel in a different way I never felt like I would be the one like kind of leading or pushing this forward maybe in the way that you do but I know I'm gonna play a part in this and she was like and you know what's so interesting is that um her boyfriend which is now her fiance at the time or her boyfriend at the time, which is now her fiance today, co-owns um, the soccer stadium in Nashville. And she was like, right. you know, he's been talking about making that a place of revival. Mm-hmm. And I had chills head to toe because I just had a dream yeah. about revival coming to a stadium. Yes. And the night before. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So I told her all about the vision and I said, I have to go home and pray and fast. God is telling me something. I'm just not sure what he's saying. And after praying and fasting for three days, he woke me up in the middle of the night and he said, you will start a podcast called Worthy Women and you will teach women how to live from a place of worth relationally, nutritionally, physically, spiritually. And these are the women that are going to help push this forward. This is going to be a revival movement that comes in and revives Every part of of the woman, um, from relational health to nutritional health to physical health, from spiritual health, and you're gonna take this and you're gonna be um, you're gonna take this out into the community in which you live, and you're gonna invite these women in to come in and help you. There's mm-hmm. going to be worship. There's gonna be cookbooks. There's gonna be um, materials. There's gonna be a podcast. There's gonna be all these ways in which we can give out to women so that they can experience revival um, in every area of their life. And he was basically putting this in a very urgent manner, pressing it on me. And it was like, reach out. He gave me a list of all the girls to reach out to and out next to it, he put their positions. And I weighed that like, or tested it. I think it's really important to like, obviously test everything, right? Like if you receive a prophetic word from somebody, you should test that prophetic word. Get in the scripture about it, pray about it, right? Ask God about it. So after I had these visions and these dreams, you know, I test that and I was like, okay, God, like, what are you saying here? And he confirmed it that next day on that walk. But then he also, you know, when he gave me that list of girls and their role out next to it, I said, I'm going to test this and make sure that it's not my flesh because I knew Marcy could sing. And I knew that, you know, she and her husband lead um, good life music. 
suitcase souls, um, suitcase souls, but follow good life music. And they are, um, a dynamic duo, uh, <laughs> husband and wife that are um, so talented, um, but are oh, starting nice. a music festival here in Nashville. And yeah. so like, I knew those things about her. I knew she went to the belonging co where right. I go to church. I knew she was a believer. I knew all those things. I didn't know if she'd want to be my main worship leader though. And if she felt that calling on her heart, but God put out next to it, worship leader, and that there will be a worthy women album. There right. will be a worthy women, like revival movement. Right. And so I met with her, <laughs> asked her to go for a walk and, oh man, just began to share everything. It was so sweet too, because she didn't know that I had been praying to be leading worship uh, more because, you know, as musicians and stuff, we had moved to Nashville three years ago, and so we really hadn't... We had taken a break from leading worship from Memphis. Um, so we were like... I was really missing it, you know? And I had been praying to God. I was like, I really want to do this in some way. And then you came, and you're like, I think you're supposed to be leading worship for this. And so I was like, whoa, God, you answered that really quick. Wow. Like, it was um, it was really cool. So it was also confirmation for me. And what's but also cool is that she's been able to use um, not just like my gifts for worship and your gifts for pastoring and all these things, but other people's gifts of communication skills and marketing and PR, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. And who's, who's had um, experience with missions, who's had experience with finance and obviously like working out, nutrition, all these things. All of these women are being able to use their God-given gifts into this um, club. Yeah. It's like a community. It's a community. Community. It's a collective. It's a collective. Yeah. It's a community. And will potentially, I believe, be a ministry. Totally. But there are hoops you have to jump through and you have right. to have a board. There's a lot of things when you start a nonprofit. So right now Absolutely. it's just the community of the sisterhood community of yes. Livewell Daily. And yeah, we have a team. And I was like, I'm praying and I was like, God, like when we had our first meeting and I was sharing everything and I was like, this is what I feel like we're going to do. Yeah. Um, I was like, I have no idea how to lead a team. And he was like, yes, you do. Lead them in the same way that I lead you. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I can do that. And so I passed out a notepad and pen, and I said, like, essentially, obviously write your name down, and next to it, I said, write down what you feel called to do but are terrified to step out and do. Then I want you to write down what you feel, like, gifted to do in the church yeah, that you haven't been given permission to do yet. Not like permission like a bad way, but like given the, the space, right. the space to do it, you know, yet. I said, because that's what God wants you to do here. Yeah. And I, I, I will ultimately need that from you, but like God desires for you to walk that out. And he has so created true. all of us in a unique way with yeah. unique callings. And so absolutely, we had our first event. God said January. And we did January. And what was really cool about this event is that this vision that I had came to fruition. We um, were at a 313 co-working space in Nashville, which is a church on Sunday. So we were taking it to the church. Yep. Um, and it's a co-working space during the week. And there 
we opened it up with fitness, with a Live Well Daily Fit oh, yeah. sculpt. She was working us, guys. <laughs> it was working us with the arms. All the sculpts, like, dancers' arms. Dancing around. <laughs> we all had to cool off. It was so good. But it was really fun. It, it was so fun. It was a great way to break the ice. You yes. know, I think when you go into things like that, we need to relate with other girls that maybe we don't know. And a lot of times yeah. movement helps break that ice, especially if... I'm having you kind of do a little dance cardio and dance around and we're just laughing and having such a good time. And so we started off with the workout. Then we went into like refreshment time and we got to eat and mingle and shop all of the merchandise. And then we went straight into everything else. We were describing worthy women. We had breakouts because um, I'm also all about discipling women. God, um, when Jesus was here on earth, he was discipling and you know, his miracles were for the masses and they um, would energize the people and excite them, but also call them to follow him. Like, oh, wow, like he is the Messiah. But yeah. his disciples, he was like, I want to walk with you intimately. Like, yes, you're going to see the miracles, but I also want you to see the miracle of knowing me. Yeah. Right? And so, I, worthy women, I want it to be also a, a place of discipleship where we are discipling um, the future generation of women to walk um, in a worthy manner. And then um, we went into worship and some art, and which is really cool oh, because so cool. the vision of it, God said to me to say to the girls, he was like, they may not understand it yet, but they will. And he said, as long as they understand, as he said, as long as you understand what it is that I'm asking you to do, as long as you stay focused on the vision, do not look right or left. Keep focused on me. Don't compare yourself to any other platform or any other ministry. Mm -hmm. Just do the vision. And when we brought it to life, it was just really, really cool. And so God was showing me that women are creative and he created us unique in that way mm -hmm. and women love to create beautiful things and yes. that is reflective of our worship yes and so um i had this vision where in worship like worship would be active because worship isn't active it's either like a movement or a mm -hmm. song or a word that i'm saying or a painting that i'm painting or a book that i'm writing or uh, whatever it may be and so it's a form of worship and so in worship god was showing me that um he, his grace is a multicolored tapestry and that when we share our testimony, we are sharing another color of Jesus and we get to see another picture of like who he is. Yeah. And so the Lord was showing me like all of the colors in your brand, you didn't choose them, but I chose them for you and they all represent spiritual gifts. And as you, as Marcy is leading worship, I want you to say this prayer over the women and I'm going to give every single woman there a color and then they're going to come up and begin to paint on the canvas. canvas you want to know something really cool what her flowers are our colors you had pink and i had green That's so true. <laughs> and he wrote out what all of them yes mean what they mean which is really cool we'll have That's to do true. another podcast about all that it's we will like, have to do that that's, that's long, awesome it's it was just really really cool then we ended it with a word and then my mom stood up and yes. she came down front that was so special and she joined me in healing um, mother wounds and so which I personally I got to be a part of that and I think um I didn't realize that 
a lot of times with women, we it, it can be generational and passed down to us how we actually feel about ourselves. Yeah. And I think that some that's something I didn't really realize um, with my mom is that sometimes she probably at times didn't feel worthy, you know, and so mm-hmm. therefore she kind of passed down some of those same feelings and ideals to me about not being worthy and I lived that way for a long time Mm. and so there was there is something I think generational there um where if your mom doesn't feel worthy how are you going to actually feel worthy Mm. and so that was really powerful and um just it broke a lot of chains off of people so Mm. yeah so good and so yeah worthy women is all about bringing um, revival to, to women in, and through podcast form, through devotionals and through seasonal events, which will be coming out. It's going to come out. We've had one and there will be more. There's going to be more. There's going to be one this fall. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. And, um, you know, this is our first podcast We're you know, this is just like the, the beginning of something that's just been you know, prophesied and we've had visions and dreams about all of this getting started. So it's just, it's all now starting to come to pass and we're just hoping you are encouraged, whoever's watching and listening. And, um, we're going to end on the question that we're going to ask always that I know that's like a super trendy thing to do with podcasts, but it's, it's really fun. So the question that we're always going to ask whoever's on this podcast is how do you live worthy every day mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I will say the most bible answer and it is when <clears throat> I'm in when I'm praising the Lord mm-hmm. and I want to say that too because you can be reading the word and not praising him through it and praising the Lord is ultimately how I live from a place of worth that no matter what's going on in my life, like whether it's good or bad, um, whether it's the mountaintops or the mm-hmm. valley, I have to praise the Lord always. And that is how I live from a place of worth. And that everything I do, I want it to be a form of worship and a right. form of praise to Him. So how I care for my body, how I move, like my morning routine is so important to me and I feel like that may be like how I start my day in a worthy manner is like getting in that posture of praise. And um, yeah, I really feel like that's how I live from a place of worthy. So whether I'm making my five-star smoothie, whether I'm doing my sculpt or teaching a class or coaching a client one-on-one, I have to put on the garment of yep. of praise and live from that place. Yep. And that's not to say that I don't feel things <laughs> or I don't walk yep. through difficult seasons and you know question God, like, where are you or what's going on or help me understand. Um, but when my heart is centered in a place of praise and gratitude to him, then there is no question about anything else. There's right. no fear, there's no anxiety, and then there's no that lie can't creep in right that I'm unworthy when I'm living from a place of praise because I know I know who Jesus is when I'm praying and prophesying and when I'm That's praising right. his name. And you know that when you are in a valley and you're singing of the goodness of God. That's right. That's right. So, 
I love it. There you go. Ah, you guys, first episode is out. Isn't Marcy just the sweetest? She's one of my dearest friends and the girl that is singing in the jingle. So be sure you check her out on Spotify and Apple Music, Marcy Coleman. This song is called Bloom. But I'm so excited for Worthy Women. I'm so excited to see how God is going to move in this season, not only in my life, but I hope that you are expectant in your own. I'll see you guys back here next week.